Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening again. Um, this is Dr. Jesse Rail, and today we're going to talk about surviving the holidays and how to take care of yourself mentally and physically during the holidays. Um, and, and the reason why you want to do that. Um, I'm not going to be specific about, you know, what holiday, whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or Thanksgiving or whatever, because everybody celebrates different holidays and they all have different meanings to each of us. And usually that's a very unique and individual thing. Um, it can change from time to time. You know, maybe one year you weren't as in Very tune with a certain holiday. And now because of uh, changes in your life or your belief process or your situation, you have decided that, you know, this holiday means more to you or it doesn't mean as much. So um, the information is pretty much for all holidays, all year round, um, because holidays can either be a really difficult time for people for various reasons, or it can be a really wonderful time for people for various reasons, or it can be somewhat in between. Um, typically, when we talk about holidays, we, we're talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas and you know, Hanukkah, if you celebrate that, and Kwanzaa. But a lot of times we don't think about the impact of Mother's Day and Father's Day and, um, you know, July 4th and, and all the other holidays on people as well. So, you know, that kind of helps people become aware of where you are and also maybe where some of your friends are or your family, or your acquaintances. Um, holidays can be difficult for people who have high expectations of the holidays. So it's real important to kind of make sure your expectations are realistic. You know, sometimes we have this idea that everything is going to be perfect, everybody's going to get along, Everybody's going to want to be together. Uh, maybe you're going to get gifts and lavish gifts or what you want, not that type of thing. Sometimes we also have it in our head that that's what is supposed to happen. That's what happens in everybody else's family, maybe, but your own. Um, so it's important to look at your expectations of yourself and other people and realize that I, I don't know anybody who ever has a perfect 100% perfect holiday. And, but that doesn't mean that you can't have a very nice holiday or a very enjoyable one. So look at your expectations of yourself and others and you know, be realistic about that um, instead of having these really high expectations of yourself and other people. 
Because if you do, you're going to probably set yourself up for failure. Another important thing is focus on what you can control and let go of what you can't control. A lot of times we want things to be so perfect and we want everybody to agree and get along and, you know, we we want maybe a romantic relationship or, you know, we have different ideas about what we want <clears throat> and we get so focused on that that when it doesn't happen or when we can't control situations, we become very frustrated or angry or depressed. So focus on what you can control. And what you can control is yourself and your, your, what your behavior, what you do. You cannot control other people. Um, and you can't control what they do. And you can't control, you know, how they respond or how they don't respond. So the only thing that you really can control is what you do, what, how much you spend, how much you eat, how much you drink, you know, what whether you go to this or that party or this or that family's house or whatever. You can control those things but you can't control other people. So once we realize that, then we stop trying to control them and we focus more on ourselves and allow other people to do or or be what they need. Um, and sometimes that's hard because, you know, if you want to have dinner at two o'clock and maybe your family doesn't, they're late or they get there, you know, four or five, it can be frustrating. But my recommendation is if you have made it very clear that dinner is at two o'clock, have dinner at two o'clock. If they arrive late, they can, you know, do whatever they can, they can eat leftovers or they can, um, whatever they need to do. But, you know, because if you hold dinner for this person until three and this person until four, and this person until seven and this person until nine, you're going to never get to eat and the food is going to be cold and you're going to be frustrated. So if you say, you know, dinner is at two, then, you know, two, two thirty, that's when you have dinner. Um, and, and just allow the other people to do what they need to do. Maybe there's a reason they're late. Maybe they really didn't want all that food. They just wanted to spend some time, whatever. Um, but, but yeah, remember, you can't control other people. Express and practice gratitude. A lot of times we, we forget about the things that we actually do have because we're very focused on what other people have and what we don't have. Um, especially if people seem to have a lot of parties to go to and, you know, big happy families to be with. For those of us who don't necessarily have that, it can be very difficult to focus on what we do have. 
But the more we practice gratitude, um, you know, just just realizing what we do have and expressing gratitude, um, it, it's going to help you not compare your situation with somebody else's. Because in reality, there's always, always, always somebody who has it better, a whole lot better. And there's always somebody who has it worse, a whole lot worse than you do. And all you have to do is look around. So, you know, try to focus on that realization versus the people who seem to have it all, seem to have it better. Because that can really become depressing. And it can also affect your behavior, which can just, you know, make you feel worse and it can make everybody around you feel worse. Um, I remember when I was younger, after my father died, uh, he died when I was 16. And so then the Christmas after he died was pretty lonely and, and but my mom and her then boyfriend went out of their way and they really did to try to make a good Christmas and try to make it a happy Christmas to add to that my sisters had all moved out and so you know I, I really couldn't be with them and especially my sister that I was really close with at the time um, she had moved to Chicago. And um, then the next year, our house caught on fire in November, right before Thanksgiving. And we lost everything. Well, my mom, again, went out of her way to make sure that we had a place to live before Christmas and and Christmas gifts and that type of thing. And she really did. And I was not a very nice person. I was angry. I was hateful. I was miserable. And I did everything in my power to make everybody else miserable. And I feel really bad about that still. Because my mom just <laughs> bent over backwards. I mean, a person couldn't have done any more. Well, the next year, I tried the same thing. And you know what? Everybody completely ignored me, and they went on with their life and their celebration. Uh, and, and so I realized, you know what? You need to be grateful for what you have and for what you've had and not so miserable that you're willing to try to make everybody else miserable. So I'm I'm glad I learned that because, you know, it hasn't been easy after my mom died and I don't have family who live here, but I'm still very grateful for what I have. <clears throat> if you are going to be alone for all of or part of the holiday, connect with other people. You know, don't wait for them to call you. Don't wait for them to send an email. Reach out to them. There are plenty of people who are alone on holidays. And you don't have to wait for somebody to invite you somewhere. Maybe you know somebody and you can invite 
them out to eat or to your house or whatever. And you don't have to fix a really large dinner, you know, just anything, just get together. Um, so yeah, I mean, connect with other people. It may be that you get together on zoom with a group of people or with some people. If you know people who are going to be alone, you know, start a, a zoom call or something and, and connect that way. So again, don't sit around waiting on them to do it for you because they may or may not, they may not think about it. They may not know how they, they may have other people, but they may still have some time for you. Um, one of my sisters, she used to spend a, a lot of time in the afternoon and, and toward evening by herself uh, because her husband would go to see his family and she wasn't particularly close to them. So she didn't really want to do that. And that would be our time. She was in Kansas and I'm here in West Virginia. And that would be our time to just talk, you know, to each other. And, and, and so it was really nice. So, you know, connect with other people. Take care of yourself. The holidays can be an extremely stressful time. Also, in the colder areas, it can be really bad because people are staying inside more and, you know, you can, you can become really sick, partly because when you are really stressed, your cortisol is up and your immune system is down because of the cortisol. Partly because you are staying inside and you're exposing yourself to people who may not be healthy. They may have the flu or they may have a cold or, you know, they may have COVID. And, and maybe they do or don't know that they have it. And they probably don't know that they have it um, because they feel well enough to, to come to the party or come to the dinner or whatever. But then the next day they discover that they're sick and you discover that you are. So take care of yourself. You know, do what you need to do. Increase the vitamins, wear a mask, you know, whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, do it. And don't worry about other people who say, oh, vitamin C isn't going to work or zinc isn't going to work or that mask isn't going to work. Yeah. Do what works for you what you believe because again even if scientifically it doesn't work if you believe that it does work you're less stressed and if you're less stressed you have less cortisol and if you have less cortisol you have a higher immune system so do what you need to do for yourself make sure that you get adequate sleep and make sure that you're still getting some exercise because that is going to be very helpful. Take a break from social media or uh, the news, you know. Hold on, here comes the train. 
Okay. Take a break from social media and take a break from the news. There's a lot of negativity on social media and there's a lot of negativity in the news. And that is just going to stress you out and, and probably make you feel worse. And it's perfectly okay to take a few days or a week or two weeks or whatever and and just either limit yourself or just not connect with it. Um, especially, again, for people who are lonely or don't have that many activities. You know, if you're reading on Facebook all about somebody else's activities and social life and family and this and that, you're going to start to feel pretty lonely and sad because you don't have that. So go ahead and take a break from it. Yep, just just kind of spend less time or no time. It's perfectly okay, and I guarantee you it will all be there when you go back. Create some new traditions to replace old ones. Now, that became really important after my father died and then after my mom died. Um, because when my dad was living, you know, we used to do certain things. He would get us up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock. Um, so after he died, then I had to create some new traditions, which basically involved mom and her boyfriend and later my guide dogs. Um, and then after mom died, oh, man. I really had to create new traditions because I didn't have mom anymore. You know, I couldn't go visit mom. And I always spent the holidays with mom. Unless, you know, one of us were sick or I wasn't in town for whatever reason. But typically, we always spent the holidays together. So after she died, that really was big. I had to make new traditions. And I have. Um, focus on the meaning of the holiday. A lot of times we get so involved in all the commercial, buy this, buy that. It's all about romance. It's all about love. It's all about money. You know, and the holidays are not. That's not, not the purpose of the holidays. So focus on the actual meaning of the holiday. Not the the commercialized meaning because if you focus on you know all the I, I have a friend and he absolutely hates Valentine's Day because he's not in a relationship and he has not had a very good track record with relationships and it's all about romance of course and so he hates it and this started when he was a child so every Valentine's Day he hates it he's miserable and it's like, wow, <laughs> you know, so focus on the meaning of the holiday. Take things one day at a time um, and prioritize your own well-being. That is important when you have invitations that you don't really want to go to. Maybe you don't feel comfortable with this group of people, or maybe you don't feel comfortable with what they do. Or maybe you know when you get there, you're basically going to be put somewhere 
as we often are, and ignored. So focus on your well-being. If it's not going to be good for you, if it's not going to be comfortable for you, if it's not going to work for you, don't go. Don't do it. And if you do, don't stay long. It's perfectly okay to provided you can do it. Now, sometimes you get in a situation where you really can't, but if you can stay for an hour or a half hour or whatever and leave, that's perfectly okay. Focus on your well-being and what's comfortable for you because there really is nothing worse than going somewhere and, oh, we'll, we'll put you over here. And then they bring you you know, a hundred plates of food, but nobody speaks to you. And that's not a comfortable situation. So if you don't have to be in that situation, why be in that situation? Um, Because you might be able to find something to do that you feel more included. Maybe you can attend a Zoom call or talk to your best friend or, you know, Read a book, whatever it is you do. So um, focus on your your well-being because that's really important versus what other people expect and want you to do and plan for you to do. So that's pretty much what I have to offer. And if anybody has any questions or how do you get through the holidays, um, what do you do in difficult situations? Let's have a discussion and chime in because what you say might very well help somebody else. Jesse, is this where we disconnect from the stream? Yeah, you can probably stream that. Okay. All right. We do have a couple of hands so far. Connie's okay. our first one. Hi, Jesse. This is Connie from California. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for doing this call. You're welcome. uh, So my husband passed away um, December 27, 2019. So the holidays are always going to be a little difficult. So like you said, because I live alone now and I'm a widow, I try to connect with other people. And what I usually do is I do all of my celebrating before I visit my parents because they're elderly and they don't get out much anymore. So I go to concerts. I go to like this year, I invited a couple of friends to go to a Christmas, a women's Christmas coffee at church. And I told them I will get your tickets as Christmas gifts. And they, so we're going to go on December 2nd. I invited another friend to go with me to a concert and I said, I'll get your ticket as a Christmas gift. So we're going to go to that together because we went last year. We really enjoyed it. And then Mm -hmm. our, local chapter of California Council of Blind is having um, our Christmas party at a restaurant the same day as the Christmas coffee. And so I'm going to that. And of course, you know, I'll feel comfortable <laughs> there because I'm used to, you know, the hanging around with other blind people. And and I don't think any of my situations this year involve me going to some big site party where they st- stick me in a chair and say, good luck, you know. Um, so by the time I get to my parents' house, it's going to be very quiet because they don't really go out much and they have a lot of food delivered. Now, my sisters 
kids or my nieces and nephew will probably come to visit. And that's going to be interesting because I haven't seen them for several years. And my nephew and my uh, and one of my nieces is married now and I've never met their spouses. So this should be interesting. The thing about my parents' house, though, is that they don't have a guest room. So there's really nowhere to sleep. And so I'm going to borrow my sister's futon, which has three, basically it's three squares, three big squares that are put together and you just put it on the floor because that's better than sleeping on the floor. And mm-hmm. my, my niece slept on it. She said it's pretty comfortable. But there's no privacy. Like if if I am tired in the middle of the day, you know, what I have to do is say, Mom, can I lay down on your bed? <laughs> or, yeah. or, or at night, you know, if we're watching TV and I want to go to sleep, then they're still sitting there watching TV. There's right. no there's no room to go to 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 sleep. So that's that's the only awkward thing. But other than that, I, I pretty much have my holiday activities. That's the key. If you live alone, I agree with you. Connect with other people, especially if you've lost someone and plan it out, you know, plan what you're going to go to. And if you know that there's going to be a party or gathering that you're not going to be comfortable, um, either, like you said, don't go, just avoid it or don't stay too long and maybe go with a friend. Maybe go huh. go to that gathering with the friends so you at least have someone to sit with and talk with and then leave, you know, agree that, you know, when you're going to leave. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's those are that's my two cents. Well, and the other thing that you can do in those difficult situations, like, you know, with your parents is just think about how grateful you are to have them still in your life. Absolutely. Maybe they are very quiet. Maybe they don't go out. Maybe they don't do this or that. No, it's okay. And yeah, it's a pain in the butt not to have any privacy for a few days. But it's not the rest of your life. That's right. And I'm only going to be with them for a week. And I haven't seen them for two years. Now, I've got to tell you this funny story before I before I let you go. So okay. my mom is not a very social person. She's perfectly, you know, content with being staying at home whatever one year my my nieces and nephew and my sister and were over there and we were talking and talking talking it was getting to be really really late and finally my mom went would everyone just please leave now (laughs) (laughs) i want to go to bed now so would everyone just please leave and we just just started cracking (laughs) yeah so anyway um thanks for letting me share you're welcome. All right, Karen. Hi, Jesse. This is Karen. Hello. Um, okay. I I don't really have close family, and most of my friends have their families, and they do with whatever with their families. But mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I have different events I go to. And I always try, even if, well, for Thanksgiving, there's a women's group we're going out for dinner, so I'm joining them. Um, and for my birthday, I always do something special, even if it's just having a special meal. The thing that really bothered me this year is um, in o- early October, someone asked me, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? It, it wasn't really on my radar or anything, but then it became on my radar. 
and she knows I don't have family or anything. So I, I just, and I know I can't control other people, but how, how should I have responded to her? <laughs> well, it's, it's perfectly okay to let people know. I mean, so I went to get my hair done today, and of course, everybody's talking happily about dinner and Thanksgiving. And, you know, somebody turned to me, and I knew it was going to happen. And so I had formulated what I was going to say. But basically, what I'm going to do this Thanksgiving is listen to a service on the National Cathedral. And then I'm going to the dog park. And then I'm going to fix dinner for me and my dogs. That's going to be my day. And I shared that with them. And at first they were like, oh, my God, that's terrible that you don't have anybody to be with. And I said, no, it isn't. I said, because I get to focus on the whole day. There's probably going to be some homeless people at the dog park. I can talk to them. Um, somebody else might bring a dog. And they were like, that's incredible. How can you have such a positive attitude? I said, well, it be being negative, you know? So it's okay. Share what you're going to do on Thanksgiving. But she caught me unaware. She asked me in early October. I know, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, once I get through the um, Thanksgiving. Well, you can also say, you know, in October, I don't know what I'm going to do on Thanksgiving. <laughs> so you might say, you know what, I haven't gotten there yet. Well, I, I said to someone about it, I said, if, if someone doesn't have anything to talk to me about, let's talk about the weather. We can always talk about the weather. Um, for some reason, it really um, kind of threw me off. And um, so um, I don't know exactly what I'm doing for Christmas as of yet, but... Mm -hmm. I will do something special for myself yeah. and, and I'm not ready to answer the question. How can it's I okay to say, I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. Right. Okay. So anyway, I think it's important that we all, even if I wasn't going out with these ladies, I would have made sure I had a special meal for mm -hmm. me. I like, Food. Unfortunately, I like food, so I would have had a special meal or a special dessert or, or something. So mm -hmm. I, I it's really important for us all to celebrate in our own way. And, and that's it. And I wish everyone a happy um, and a happy Thanksgiving filled with gratitude. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Janine. There we go. Hi, Jesse. I'm so glad that you're back. I, I haven't seen your calls regularly, so I'm happy you're back. Thank you. Uh, so what I've learned for holidays and dealing with holidays and dealing with families and friends, because, you know, this um, November and December are very busy months especially for people who might have birthdays in that time. And there's all these different holidays. So I think you just need to do what makes you happy. And if you go to a situation or you're at 
family's house and they don't understand just say, okay, well, I would like this or what can I, you know, just try to adapt so you're not too quiet or you're not too loud, you know, just prepare. I, I like the talking about the weather. I, I tend to ask about music, but my boyfriend's family are Disney freaks and it's very difficult because they all give each other Disney presents and I ask for useful things like bump dots and talking thermometers and a 3D printer. And when I open my gifts, they don't get very excited. So it's okay because nobody has to get excited because the gift makes me happy. I don't have to get excited that they're having another gift. So I think, you know, or if you're somewhere with a lot of sighted people, ask them like, hey, can you tell me what you're looking at? Or maybe ask them for help with your food so you don't have to get served. I've learned that, that some people like to just serve you. So you could say, well, can you just tell me where the things are and then I can get it myself. So I Mm -hmm. think advocating for yourself will help you be a lot happier. And then I love hearing these positive affirmations from people saying that they do special things for themselves. So do things that'll make you happy and then share gratitude and love and friendship because love is love is love and friendship is really important. Make your own, if you've lost people, call your friends. Maybe your friends are lonely. So maybe go out of your way and reach out to them instead of just focusing on what you don't have. Focus on what you do have. Absolutely. I like that. So, okay, thanks. I just, yeah. So just advocate for yourself, I guess. Happy holidays. Thank you. All right, Carla. Hello. I want to thank you for having this call. It really came at a good time. And you're right. There are all kinds of holidays that, you know, when you lose your mother, Mother's Day becomes difficult. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. so um, one thing that I'm alone too, and I don't have any close family um, in the area. My my mother and my father. Well, my father died long ago. My mother just died three years ago this month. My brother died. Um, that I, my younger brother died in um, 1998 um, in November. So that makes November very difficult for me. And my yeah. other brother moved to Alabama and he's a Mr. Negative. He's like, oh, Christmas is just uh, commercialized and all this. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't go down to Alabama to spend Christmas with him anyhow, because it's it was just not enough time, you know, not enough time off work and traveling through the mountains when it might snow isn't very prudent. So I'll save that for the summer. You know what I mean? I had a wonderful time when I went and I'll go next summer. But um, one, I'll give you a strategy, but I also need help with something. Some of the strategies I use, um, whatever I do, even if I don't have anybody to be with, I will not work on the holidays. I will not clean the house or do something. A holiday is a holiday. And so if it's not pleasant, I don't do it. And that alone has made my holidays special, even when I have to be alone. So I'm not cleaning or, you know, doing something that I hate to do. Um, and I, I focus on the, the meaning of Christmas and Thanksgiving and all of that. 
And um, it's funny how people are different. Um, I don't know if it was Connie that said she got a, an invitation in October. I did, too, for Thanksgiving. And it was funny. The day that I got it, I was thinking to myself, well, I'll get myself a Stouffer t- um, turkey dinner just in case I have to be alone. And, um, you know, and I'll just ha- at least I'll have turkey and I won't have to do dishes and I'll watch the parade. Um, but I'd really like to be with somebody, dear Lord. And she called. And it was a teacher friend she said would you come and spend thanksgiving with me we could do something together and have a good time we're both alone and maybe we'll scare up some other people to come and i said sounds great i'll be there you know so i'm taking a pumpkin pie over there on thursday and i'm thrilled it's funny how different people react Okay, here's the thing that I need some advice about. Two little things. First of all, getting gifts is not important to me, but I miss giving gifts to family members. And we used to play um, 20 questions. We would open our gifts real slowly. And, you know, we didn't give that many gifts. We just gave a few gifts, you know what I mean? And Santa did. And so everybody had to watch everybody open their gifts. And I've learned to appreciate that. I miss wrapping something up, even if it's wrapped inside out, and making somebody play 20 questions to figure out what the gift is. I know that sounds really silly, but I miss that. And I don't know, there isn't any way to replicate that when you're alone. I mean, it's just so much fun. And I like giving special gifts like the wise men's gifts. You know, I mean, I don't give gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but I think about what the person really needs, and I love shopping for them, you know what I mean? And I sort of miss that. And the other thing is that sometimes I I find myself getting a little bit angry, and I don't like this, but I get angry when people snap about, oh, I don't want to be with the in-laws again. I'm so sick. I wish I didn't have to go to my family's house. I mean, I'm so sick of my family. We don't get along. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't say it, but I'm thinking someday you'll wish your family was here because that's Mm -hmm. where I am in life and I try not to get angry but unfortunately part of enjoying something is having somebody to share it with I don't know if you agree agree but I I wonder what your advice in those situations would be and I'm also going to recommend watching some television specials you know I mean that'll keep you going there's there's so much good on you know TV and on the radio this time of year too but anyhow Mm -hmm. I, I want your advice on on those two matters the business with the gifts and the business with people complaining about their families when you don't have yours well i try to stay away from people complaining about family or anything else i mean if it's a legitimate issue yeah you know but if it if it's constantly being negative or complaining i i stay away from that or quickly change the subject. And sometimes I've been known to say, be careful what you wish for. Because one day you might get what you wish. That that's being alone. So, you know, um as for the gifts thing though, there are countless organizations that want toys and clothes and different things for children and the elderly and, you know, animals. And uh, so uh, it would be easy enough to just go shopping and, you know, buy toys or gifts for the animals. I just sent a boatload of dog toys and treats over to 
Risky Me West Virginia because they will distribute it to the animals on Christmas. Um, so you can't really do that. Yeah, you can't really do that on the day. Yeah. But you can do it. Missing seeing them open them. You know what I'm trying to say? And and missing just having the fun watching them have Mm -hmm. the day. You know, I send them away and I do shoe boxes and I do the Christmas tree for children things, but I never know for sure whether they get there and if they enjoy them. You know what I mean? I'd like to have the joy out of that. And I don't get that. Well, maybe you can figure out, you know, how to give some gifts directly to people so that you can experience the joy and their joy. So, yeah. Pam Coffee is the host now. Thank you. I will try to think of some creative ways to do that because that's one part. You know, I'm not, I don't need anything, but I love gifts. Um, are are we still here? Or? <laughs> Is Nancy your host? You're still here, and we're still streaming. Yes, um, I think Nancy left. So, Jesse, if you want to call on someone, are there any hands up? Or yeah, let me look. Doctor Jesse, this is Ray. My hands up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for this wonderful call today. Um, My family situation is I hadn't been in touch with family for 30 or 40 years until May. And some of them I met for the first time. And that was because of my oldest brother's illness. Since May, we've gotten together a few times. And um, over the years, they've done their Thanksgivings and I've done my Thanksgivings. And uh, we've just never been in contact with one another. But I do intend to call everybody and if, like you said earlier uh you reach out to people and if they don't reach out you know that's what's going on with them and since um i'm the uncle and the great uncle they might associate hearing me with their loss because we're all still grieving over my brother's death and i want to know if there's any suggestions or thoughts how i should call them i'm just mainly wishing them a happy birthday and knowing this this is our first without my brother, without their dad, without their grandfather, and so on. Any suggestions? I would just call and say, hey, you know, I'm thinking of you, and happy birthday or Merry Christmas or whatever the deal is. And um, they probably are going to be really surprised and happy to hear from you. So, yeah. yeah. some Some will and some won't, but it's just always that first. If it's a birthday, anniversary, holiday, this is going to be our first without um, Robert. Right, and and that's always, always hard. But, you know, go ahead and and just make the call, and and they will probably be very happy to hear from you or that you took the time to connect with them. Thank you. Yeah. Anybody else out there? Um, this is Karen. I'd just like to make a, a comment. Um, who likes to give gifts. Um, you know, there are so many people who would love for you to give them a gift. There are nursing homes. There are mm-hmm. hospitals. There are homeless shelters. 
There are food lines. There are there. There's just so many places. If you can't go yourself, you can send them. You can donate and give things over. Um, you know, people would be joyous. There's a woman I know. Um, she sent me a text today. She always sends me a text for the holidays. I don't know how many people she reaches out to, but it. And she's in a difficult situation where she's more or less homebound with her elderly mother and gave up her job and everything. But she's, she always reaches out. And I told her today, you know, thank you so much for always remembering me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes just a little message, you know, for me, it's important that people remember me or think of me. And, um, and, and I was very thankful for that. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there are just countless, countless, countless of ways that you can give gifts and cards. Um, You just have to look in your community and be creative and and do it. Yeah. Or even to people that you know in the blind community, you know, if you know. People have already said, I'm going to be alone. So send them an email, call them. This is Connie again. I'd like to respond to Carla asking for help about giving gifts. Mm -hmm. So I have, I'm a retired teacher and I happen to know that Carla's a teacher. And um, Carla, I was wondering if you give gifts to your students. And I was also wondering if you have Christmas, a Christmas party or holiday party with your co-workers and if they do gift exchanges because those are a couple of other ways to give gifts to other people and see their reactions. Yeah. I hate to be, um, I hate to interrupt. This is Sheila and I see that Pam is host and I am stepping in to finish the call. So Pam, could you turn it back over to me, please? I, I'm not host. I don't yes, know how that Yes, happened. you are, honey. Yes, you well, are. Well, I'm not trained. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, what I'm telling you is I need you to turn it back to me. So go If find I can my figure name. out how to do it, I will. Find, find I don't, my name. Find my name. Yes. And then go into more options for my name. And it'll say make host. Well, okay, let me see if I can find you. Raise your hand, Sheila. Um, okay. My name is Rita. I can go out and log back in into the account if I need to. Rita, give them a second. We're trying to get a host. So we're trying to let Miss Sheila take over because something happened to our host. But I'm sure Miss Jessie will get to you next, Miss Rita. You're probably the 1954 with your hand raising, right? Sheila, do you need me? No, we're we're good. Thank you, Danette. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) We all come to the rescue when we need help. Pam, I can go out and log back in into the account. So I think you're going to have to. Okay. All right. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. So, 
Miss Rita, why don't you speak to Miss Jessie? Okay. Hi, Jessie. Hi. I love all your presentations. And for the holidays, I love... um, I love giving gifts and I love receiving them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love giving them as well, you know, more than receiving them. Mm-hmm. But my mom has been gone for since 1974 and the family has moved out to different places. So I don't get to see my family, my own family anymore. I mean, not that I don't see them anymore, but I don't see them as frequently as I used to, and they go to New Jersey, and I'm here in Sleepy Hollow, and it's a long trip for me to go there, and I don't know always how to get there. Community events but the host um, since my mother and grandmother passed away, I still have that sad feeling inside of me, and mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, all you can really do with the sad feelings is acknowledge them and uh-huh. realize that it's okay to feel sad about, you know, people you love and people who are not with you and maybe your circumstances and give yourself permission to feel that and then move on to something else that makes you feel happier. Oh, okay. You know, and a lot of times other- we think that we shouldn't feel sad and that's just not possible, you know? Right. Right. And the other question, if I have time, I have another concern. Um, My husband gets very sad for Christmas. Um, Mm -hmm. We visit um, my in-law, you know, my sister-in-law and everything. But sometimes people don't always talk to us. We'll try to interact with them and talk to them or just talk to each other. But sometimes... Sometimes we have to make the the initiative to talk to other people because they don't really know what to say or, you know, mm-hmm. so we have to make, we have to make the initiative to talk to other people as well, instead of mm-hmm. always expecting that they're going to talk to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You too. Jesse, you have Ray has his hand raised. Oh. Ray, go ahead. Are you there? Ray, you're muted. All right, we'll go to Janine. Yeah, Ray went already. Um, so I wanted to suggest to the lady who wants to give gifts and you want to see them open their gifts, maybe you can find one friend and do a mailing gift exchange with them. If you can't do it in person and you promise each other not to open the gift and then you can ask each other 20 questions about that special gift because I miss that too. You don't know if they get it or if they like it or well, sometimes cool idea. 
people don't wait until Christmas because I wait and I get my stuff out because I I like to get my stuff out early. My holiday baking, my presents. Usually I have my holiday party on the first weekend of the month when I was having them. But yeah, if you find a friend, you mail it to them and you make them promise. And then you guys can just be on the phone, on speaker, on Zoom. I don't know your vision status, if you can FaceTime. But that that might help. And if you need someone, I can be your partner. You can get my information from community and I can do a gift exchange with you. I know you say you don't want or need anything, but it is nice to have that. So I understand your feeling because I miss that as well. Uh, I do. That's I do. A wonderful idea. Yeah. Find oh. one friend. <laughs> And Jesse, you have five minutes and you've got a hand. Anthony. Thanks, Sheila. Uh-huh. I also um, wanted to talk about Carla's um, gift thoughts. Um, what a great idea for community call, the 20 question gift exchange. We can have, tw- you know, imaginary gifts and go round robin playing 20 questions to figure out what the gifts are. Just a thought. But um, you might That's enjoy awesome facilitating that. Let's do it, Anthony. Let's you and me do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's let's ask Carla if she wants to do it first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds like fun. I'll just say this is Carla, and it sounds like fun. We'll have to do it. Carla, email me. We'll put together a call that week or something. Uh, who is this? Anthony Corona. Sorry, oh, Anthony, I, I have a sinus infection. I sound like you. Oh my gosh, you don't sound like you. Okay. I know. I have a sinus <laughs> infection. <laughs> Carla, reach out to me too. I, I'll send you presents. And you can send me presents. Oh, you know, I'm, you send presents or nothing. I just, <laughs> that's it. Uh, but I can help with your call too. So, yeah. Okay. Well, and Thanks, this is Jesse. the value of reaching out, you know, talking about things because you connect with somebody and ideas. <laughs> now put them to work. Does anybody else have any questions or comments? Great call, Jesse. Beth, go Thank ahead. You. Beth? Yeah, I think that thing <laughs> with the little gift exchange is a, is a great idea. I could send presents, too, and uh, they could send me. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool. Well, you know, that's I, all the idea of all the secret sisters and secret Santas and secret mm-hmm. this and that the other came to be because people were looking for ways of sharing and giving gifts. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm probably going to be spending the holidays. If my old man doesn't come to work, he goes to work, you know, or I'll probably, we'll just probably, I don't like the idea of don't, not having any bus transportation in or out of the town, you know? Yeah. Okay. 
You've got one hand in two minutes, so Pam Coffee, go ahead. Okay, make it quick. <laughs> I will make it very quick, and my apologies, Sheila. Zoom was being it's okay. Zoomy it's not, a while it's, ago. It's okay. It's, it's all good. Wasn't letting me do anything uh, except raise my hand. And on the, uh, I guess if there's one thing I've learned about the holidays is you have to be flexible, and sometimes mm-hmm. that's not easy, but plans can and do get scrubbed. Uh, So many things can happen and you may or may not be able to find a suitable plan B, but you, you do as best you can and you try to be flexible. That's called resilient. Yeah. There you go. You bounce back and and make the best of a situation. (laughs) Got it. Yeah. Thanks. Great call. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful, very blessed, happy Thanksgiving. And we'll be back on December 4th.